This is the Bridget LaRae Show, where we showcase, highlight, and celebrate the accomplishments of dynamic artists like my girl Tavia here. How you doing, Tavia? I'm doing good. Fantastic. I'm blessed. Amen. So tell us who you are and what is your form of artistry? Um, my name is Tavia. I'm a mother of three daughters and a granddaughter. I work for the post office, and um, I'm an artist in my abilities to overcome my testimony. Oh, I love that form of artistry. Tell us more about your testimony. Um, my testimony is um, growing up or whatever, I was in a family that were on drugs. And later on, I ended up getting in a relationship. And in that relationship, I ended up turning to drugs in a form of wanting to feel loved and feel accepted by someone. And so um, I began to use. Okay. And for how, how long were you addicted to drugs i was addicted to drugs from 15 all the way till i was 37 mm. and I'm 42 now okay youngster okay yeah. wow so you've been through a lot in such a, um, a short period of time so you said your family was addicted to drugs as well tell yeah. me about that my um background my family were uh, on drugs my mom's mom had 10 kids six girls four boys and all of them but one child um, wasn't on drugs, but everybody else was. Mm. And um, I became a product of what my my ancestors were, you know what I'm saying? Um, not that I blame them, but that was the background, the things that we did to our family. I guess it was normal. So, you mm. know, if we were using, my grandma would tell us to just hide it from people when they would come over. So it just, it seemed like it was just normal, but I didn't realize it until later on that what was a being allowed was not normal and that it was abnormal. So how much later did you realize, like, this isn't something that's known that goes on in every household? Um, not until actually um, God came and grabbed me and um, reminded me of who I was and that um, I was better than what I was going through. Mm. So you said, so you have you have one daughter yourself? I have three girls. You have three girls. Yes. Okay. So was that was that something that you spoke about with your girls, and did they take that path as well? Um, I have a 22 year old daughter, and um, soon to be 19 on the 17th, and a 14 year old. Okay. Um, I was very honest with my kids about uh, my drug use. Um, my kids were very young, so they didn't quite understand what I was going through or whatever. Mm -hmm. So even as they got older, when I would share my testimony with people, they would kind of look at me like, you know what I'm saying? Cause they, I mean, like it was a shock to them, but um, they are adapting fine. Um, they went through their own little things as far as like, you know, trying to smoke weed, but they didn't like it, trying to drink or whatever. But one thing I did learn um, as I was getting clean was I've always prayed into my kids' future. I just always believed to pray into their future to uh, counsel you know what I'm saying? Any any assignment or any attachment that the enemy was trying to put on their name, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because of what was our family was labeled as, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like people used to say our family was cursed, you mm -hmm. know, because of all the stuff that used to go on. So I always prayed into my kids' future that, you know, there would be a heavy conviction and that they wouldn't even like the taste of what they do. Oh, look at, amen, amen. Yeah. So were you, so you had your children very young and yes. you were on... You were using drugs while you were pregnant? Or? Yep. I was okay. using drugs uh, with my youngest daughter, who is 14 now. Mm -hmm. um, I was using uh, Sherm, um, which is something that you put in dead bodies. 
Um, it's a liquid that you dip in this, um, dip your cigarette in or whatever. And um, I don't know, like it was my drug of choice. It was something that I liked. Like I said, I got into it because I was falling out with my kid's father. I, I wanted to feel loved by him. Mm. I didn't want him cheating. So I swooped low and I did what he did. Mm. Um, but I didn't know that that drug was the drug that the enemy was going to use to try to take me out. And so um, my whole nine months, I got high with my baby. And how's she doing? How was she? Oh, and thank God she's okay. Um, there was a time that I was sitting on the stairs getting high. And I don't know where I just laid my hand on my stomach and I was just like, Lord, you know, behind my foolishness, please don't let nothing, you know what I'm saying, be attached to your daughter now. Remind you, uh, there was three CPS referrals printed against me, but nobody ever came out to my house um, because I used my whole nine months pregnant, even a couple of days up until having my C-section. Um, the doctors were told to... Uh, test my baby's blood when I had her, whatever. And my testimony to this day is that when um, when I had my baby and they tested her, they could not find PCP inside of her. And I just thank the Lord because even when we can't see what God is doing, you know, um, when we're in the midst of going through a storm, going through things, God always knows. And it's one of those things where He knows our hearts, you know, uh, better than anybody. Mm-hmm. And so what other people thought about me, he thought different. Amen. And I just thank him that he loved me so much that he kept her safe. Yes. You know, um, that he took something that I was vulnerable and weak in and made it strong. And and to this day, like she's she's cool. There's no withdrawals, no no issues, no nothing. Mm. And I'm just Amen. I'm grateful. Amen. So what so what gives you the courage to share your story so openly? Because so, let me tell y'all, literally, we were we are both headed to Woman <laughs> Evolve 2023 yes, here in Dallas, Texas mm-hmm. with us, Sarah Jakes Roberts. Absolutely. And we met, we're here at the rental car company right now in Dallas, and we met on the, the rental, rental bus that takes us from, the, LA, from um, the airport to here. And she was just talking to me and she just shared her story. I said, do you share a story with people? She said, I'll share it right now. And she shared a story. You had no idea that I do with this podcast. No, I didn't. And so what gives you the courage to just openly share your story? Why, why do you share your story? I share my story because when I was out there using and I was out there selling dope and I was out there snorting powder and drinking and, you know, sleeping with different people and just out there running them up because I didn't know no better. Mm-hmm. Um, I went hard out there in the streets. So my thing was... Once I changed partners and I started serving the Lord, there was no way that I was not going to go hard, just as harder for him as I did when I was out there in the world. And so that's what gave me the motivation and the courage to be able to stand up, be bold like a lion, not care what people think. You know what I'm saying? Speak my truth and be honest about who I am. What I went through don't define me. It doesn't make me. It doesn't break me. You know what I'm saying? But it actually birthed something great out of me. And I thank the Lord for that. Had I not went through that, I wouldn't even be a minister today. You know, so I give all credit, all authority, all glory to God. Okay, so you're a minister. I am a minister. Okay, so tell us about your ministry or what you hope to do with your ministry. Well, my, my thing is right now or whatever is I'm consulting God because that's what the Bible tells us to do, to consult you in all things or whatever, and not to be so quick to say yes to everything. And so I'm learning how to be still. I'm learning how to submit. I'm learning how to uh, be poured into you know what I'm saying? In this season or whatever, I'm, I'm learning how to unlearn things that I didn't know so I can learn them correctly. Um, and that was one of the main things is, is just because I have a license, I didn't want to just move. I said, mm-hmm. God, if I move, I want to move correctly. I want to move 
boldly and I want to move under the anointings and, and under the Holy Spirit. So I don't believe in stepping out and trying to do something in my own flesh, you know, and then have it blow up. But I believe that if we sit still and we seek his kingdom and righteousness, everything else to be added. God knows Amen. what he's doing. So I'm just, I'm chilling. Okay. And that's what you're here at this Woman Evolve conference for. Mm -hmm. That's what you're going here for, to, that's what I'm going. to seek for God to order your steps and yep. see what he has for you. That's it. Good job. Yep. I want to tell you, I'm so proud of you. Congratulations Thank on you. transforming your life. Thank you. That's the artistry in you and for all the lives that you're going to help God transform Amen. and heal. All the women that you're going to help, men. People on Thank drugs you, Jesus, just yeah. by sharing your story. So many yes. people are going to be saved, Amen. sanctified, and filled with the Holy Spirit. Could have done it without him. Greater is he that is within me than he that is of the world. Mm. So I give it to God. Mm. And you know what? Good thing you share your story, especially with your children and your family. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, like Dr. Maya Angelou said, you know, if you don't know your past, you're going to continue to repeat the history. Mm -hmm. So yes. a lot of times we don't share. We hold things in. Mm -hmm. We allow shame, embarrassment, and guilt. To, to keep us in bondage, mm -hmm. which is what I call the enemy's triplets. Yeah. Shame, embarrassment, and guilt. Those mm -hmm. are the enemy's triplets. That's what he used to hold us in bondage. So right. thank God for you for not Amen. allowing the enemy to keep you in the headlock. Oh, too no. Absolutely not. Yeah. No. So tell me, how, how did you change? How did you get off of um, from living and you know, promiscuous and selling drugs and all those things to where you are, to an ordained minister? How did you okay. go from there to there? Oh, wow. So... Um, I sit at the bus stop and just cry. Um, I would hear about the Lord because my kids' father's family, they were in church, so they were always ministering. And of course, me, I was in the world, so I didn't want to hear it. <laughs> I, I didn't want to hear it. But um, the more I kept going, the more things started changing, you know what I'm saying, within me. And I didn't understand it or whatever. And then um, uh, when he passed away, that's when I got clean. It was almost like, okay, he left. With child's father. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was hit by a car four days mm. before his birthday. Mm. And so, um, and then when God showed me my burial plot, I was like, okay, he's not playing with me and I'm not going to keep playing with my life. And so I kept going, I'm, I'm looking at my daughters, I'm dealing with grief, but I'm dealing with sobriety at the same time, trying to get clean. And I just kept praying. I said, God, I, I keep hearing that. If I make the first step, you'll make the second. And, um, July 5th, I celebrated 13 years of being clean and sober. Ooh, amen. Um, Good job. And, I thank the Lord so much because where some people would have to go to treatment, I thank God that I never had to step foot inside of one. Um, every step that I took was with God. Um, mm. Every worship, every praise. Um, oh, thank you, God. Oh, amen. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Nobody but him. Mm. Amen. Nobody but him. And so I'm just, I'm grateful. Mm. Like, I love him so much. Um, I'm not tired of his life. Um, I'll give up anything to continue to serve him. My, my my job is to always want to please him in everything that I do. So um, I'm on this journey, and I'm, I'm not I'm not here to play with the enemy, but I'm here to mm. transform lives. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And to be who God called me to be to him and to the community, because our job is to be fishers of men, and that's what I want to be. One. Mm. That's what you so are. That's what led me. Yes. That's what led me to being clean is uh, seeing my burial. And knowing that God wasn't playing. And how did you, what do you mean seeing, seeing your burial? He showed me a vision of my grave. And um, I just kept saying, God, please don't take me. I was like, you know, I, I want to I want to stay alive. I want to be here. And so I had to show him that I wanted to be here. And I did that. And I overcame. Amen. So what, was, what were you feeling right now when you got choked up? Um, just his presence. Um, just how much he has, he loved me. How much he's been by my side. He's 
one person in this world that never give, gave up on me. He's one person in the world that always seen me as something good, something beautiful, and that he never looked at my mistakes and turned his back on me. Like he always hugged me and accepted me like the prodigal son. And so I just thank him. I thank him so much. There's never been a dull moment where I had to beg. There's never been a dull moment where I had to, you know what I'm saying, lower who I was, you know what I'm saying, to get it in, in my sobriety moments. You know what I mean? So he's been here. And I owe my life to him. I mm. owe it to him. So what would you say to someone who may be feeling down and out and feeling like I have no one, I have nobody to talk to, my family has turned their back on me, you know, I'm caught up in this addiction. Like, what, what do you have to offer to them? Like, what do you want to say to them today? You always have a friend in Jesus. God loves you. He accepts you. And he doesn't look at you and write you off. He looks at you and he calls you his child and he wants you to know that he will never leave you nor forsake you that he loves you and that he's with you and that when you're walking you don't ever have to feel alone that he's right next to you so all you have to do is just call on his name and the more you call on his name i'm telling you the more happier you become um just keep holding on to his unchanging hand even when it seems like he's far away just begin to worship begin to praise him you know um because sometimes when we don't that's when we feel like we're you know we're alone or whatever but when we keep god on the foot of our lips and in our heart and in our spirit and we study in the word and we're getting that in our flesh or whatever like there's never a moment where you ever feel like he's out of your reach mm. he's always in reach and so um just stay focused stay focused seek his kingdom trust him um read those read your bible you know, stay closer to God or whatever. And I promise you, like, he's he's always on the main line. You can call him at any time. He is right there to answer. Amen. Thank you for that. Yes. Ooh. Somebody and then home. also, too, um, deal with your past hurt. If there's some trauma, if there's some, um, some rejection, some abandonment, anything that you may have been feeling from a long time ago, get healed. Because what will happen is, is that you'll live with that until your adulthood. And then when you become adult, Anytime something offends you or feels like a place where you were hurt back then, you you attach it to your now, and that's not a, your true reality. You know what I mean? So deal with that hurt person back then so that you can walk in maturity and you can walk in growth and you can be sustained, you know what I'm saying, in your walk with God. So deal with, your, deal with the unhealed part. It doesn't make you weak. You don't have to be ashamed. Do what your heal part. I'm telling you, you'll feel so much better. You'll think better. You won't overthink. You know, you'll 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 hear better, and you'll have a stronger connection with God and and even relationships. Mm. Amen. Thank you for that. Ooh, that is Minister Tavia right here, y'all. Did y'all hear that? That's some great, great, great advice. And Amen. I, I pray that you know somebody take that and you know transform them transform their lives which is what you do as an mm -hmm. artist yeah. transform yeah. lives yeah thank you so much for being on the regular race thank you for having me thank you guys for tuning in appreciate you and you know what like tavia never give up on yourself nope. follow your dreams whatever it is that you want in life whatever it is you want to be go after it believe in yourself because if you don't nobody else will right follow your dreams follow your dreams love you love you this is Bridget, 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 Bridget,